0: to teach through the ages. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl.
1: <laughs> Sorry for the <laughs> opening laughter. We're all in the same room. It's so nice. Is, I can see yeah. you and smell you. I can't really smell you. <laughs> Never mind. I, I showered. Yeah I'm clean. Y'all smell nice. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. You do too. Yeah. Thanks. Really. Totally. You do and uh, actually my daughter told you that like first thing this morning. Oh she did. She did. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Charlie's very nice about telling you. You smell good. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, but we were laughing because I asked Sydney, we don't have to count in this week to sync up our tracks. So I said, hey, Sid, do that thing they do on TV. Are you three, two? And they they pantomime one and point at you to go. Right. And Sydney did it. And it was a lot, a lot
1: funnier than I anticipated it would be. <laughs> I was, I was trying. It was an inside just for me. And maybe Taylor also was thinking this too. It was like a Wayne's World reference for me yeah, personally. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to get that though. No, I didn't. She's did laughing at you because you look a little goofy when you did it. Hey. <laughs> a little, a little goofy. <laughs> Oops. That, that's kind of a Wayne's World joke, too. I, I figured when you said you thought it was a Wayne's World reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've seen Wayne's World? Yes. Okay. Yes. You showed me Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, update, have you seen Space Jam yet, Sydney? Still no. <sighs> okay. Sydney. Okay. Sorry. But, you know, I'm going to make that a weekly update <laughs> to shame you into doing it. Just <laughs> every I week. Watch Space and Jam. the Space Jam update. <laughs> I've been really lost. If I have free time to watch TV, I've been really lost in Zumbo's Just Desserts lately. So that's a good. That's a good pick. <laughs> it's so it's so magical. I he makes floating hats out of chocolate. I don't know. I tried a couple episodes, guys, but I really hate watching people fail. It makes me feel bad. And there's a lot of that in that show. But for the most part, most of them are pretty <laughs> chill about it. They're like, you know, this was a a really hard dessert that no human should be able to make. And but I made a really Zubo good can. effort. And I tried really hard. <laughs> and but they, some parts of it taste good. So, <laughs> but they fail so spectacularly. That's the that's the part that I just can't. It's like it's not like a. You don't just like oh you didn't quite hit all the points. It's just like you just don't belong to the same species as Mr. Zumbo. Is that his <laughs> name? Mr. Zumbo. <laughs> Mr. Zumbo. Uh, if you haven't seen the show, I would highly recommend it. It's a it's like a baking competition except it's set in like a factory, like a candy factory. It's like very Willy Wonka. The dessert factory. Yes, the dessert factory. And Adriano Zumbo is that his name? Zumbo. Zumbo. Mr. Zumbo. Who's Mr. like Zumbo. A, I guess a celebrity chef. Uh, celebrity baker in Australia. In Australia? Australia yeah. Uh, has, ha- he hosts, well, hosts and judges and everything. My
0: favorite is his assistant, though, who just yells at them, Five minutes left!
1: And then Go! comes over and goes, What are you going to do? I know, whenever <laughs> they mess up, she just appears like, What's, What are you going to do? What's going to happen? It always ends, though, with them having to replicate one of his very challenging desserts that not only probably taste amazing, but they look like works of art yeah. that certainly the average human cannot replicate oh and they cannot <laughs> no and these are home bakers these are not professionally trained chefs so. it's, it's a very mean mean show i think <laughs> i think it's kind of magical though it's, and they have like slow motion cuts of people like sifting flour and, and like tempering pouring, chocolate yeah, tempering chocolate and it's all like slow motion and they play music so it's like Ooh, Ooh, magic I, I just <laughs> I find it very like enchanting I'm just like oh. are we a Zombo fan cast yeah. yes is this is what just happened sorry you didn't prep me for this I thought we were about generational differences but now okay <laughs> cool S- something had to fill the void with great British baking show yeah. not being on all the time I agree so but uh speaking of watching <laughs> things on television <laughs> hey look at that you hey just, did you see that, that what i did christmas right Prince. well you could also do it that way i guess <laughs> that's a that's a a jump cut i think yeah is yeah what they would call that on an TV, audio except, an audio jump cut yeah where you just instead of making a transition just go christmas prince so so well, there's everyone there's a movie everyone's talking about i guess yeah i didn't know this well I, I think part of, part of the reason, I've, I guess a lot of people are watching, it's just a Netflix-made movie. Uh, but um, I guess the the buzz is because Netflix made a tweet that was like to the people that, have, or the person that's watched Christmas Prince 57 times a day, like, who hurt you? That <laughs> there there were, along those it lines. was like the 53 people oh, who have a- watched Christmas Prince daily for the last 18 oh, that's days. that's what it was. Okay. There are <laughs> yeah. that many hours in the day. <laughs> I got it backwards. No, no. It, that, that's what it was. It was 53 people. I, I, I Which, by the way, for one thing, Netflix can track that. So. Yeah, that was you, what I thought about after it. Yeah. That tweet. You can't hide your shame anymore. Oh, well, but that's, a lot of people gave them heat <laughs> over it because they're like, that's creepy and you shouldn't release that data. But mm-hmm. this is not new. Like, this is not the first time one of these companies has made ads or jokes about their, their uh, listeners' habits, like Spotify, mm-hmm. had like a whole like bunch of stuff, like ads about people that listen to goofy songs over and over again or whatever. Yeah. Um, like Seamless had a series of subway ads that were specifically customers' goofy requests that they made that were really funny. Uh, and then who else did the some the same thing? Um, oh, I guess then also Spotify did it again recently with playlist titles. See, that's and that's. I think that. I don't know if I am. The only reason I'm tuned into this, not because I'm I'm hip to this kind of stuff, but I watch a lot of Shark Tank mm-hmm. <laughs> and also Dragon's Den, mm. which is the original. The Canadian Shark, right, Shark Tank. Right. It was the original version. Shark Tank is the American Dragon's Den. Mm. Mm. It was in Twist. Canada and the UK. I see. I think it started there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, they talk a lot about when they're trying to pitch a new app or something. The, or some some sort of computer-based product, they'll have, like, the front end of it where they provide the service, but the back end is always data collection. That's mm-hmm. always the secret mission of this new technology is to collect data on people so that you can sell them things more effectively.
0: And now Netflix will suggest to Sydney and Justin's account that they watch more movies like The Christmas Prince because we are now <laughs> in that number of people who have watched it. Yeah.
1: That's right. It's it is because it is the holiday season. I think a lot of us spend a lot of time with our families watching holiday films. Usually the standards like the things I mean we all I think everybody most people I think have some traditional films they watch this time of year.
0: Yeah. For us it's usually Christmas vacation. Yes.
1: Christmas vacation. Uh, Justin and I always watch Scrooge while we're decorating the tree and we always watch It's a Wonderful Life when we wrap presents. I, I like to watch A Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. but that's a little confusing because that also works as a Halloween movie. You can, you kind of can watch that twice a year. That's Either why it's my
0: all time favorite movie.
1: It's 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 a multi multi holiday
0: movie. extravaganza. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and I will say, A Very Merry Christmas has now become part of my. Oh, that's so chill. Ch- I, it's, like, I love this. Yeah. But uh, we we decided we needed something new this year.
0: So we've added a new movie to our list that we'll watch every
1: Christmas as a Uh, family. Wait, wait, hold on. I don't know that we agreed to that. We'll add a new family member
0: every year. Next year, dad's going to watch Christmas Prince. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Stay teen. Riley informed us that Christmas Prince is very popular among the The teens, teens. the teen set.
0: Well, because we were talking about teen Christmas movies. And I was like, there's no movie I know of that is about teens at Christmas. That is very popular that Mm -hmm. I've heard of before um recently or that i've seen or that is very popular amongst only teens and then christmas prince there you go
1: now a lot of a lot of christmas movies tend to be either like family centric or like romantic yeah Mm -hmm. although this is a romantic i wasn't i can't say i can't say comedy i was about to say romantic comedy there are quite a few jokes in there uh I mean, I Uh, intentional. (laughs) Look, I rallied hard for the JTT classic "I'll Be Home for Christmas," but "Christmas Prince" won out. So, sorry. this could be all about the glorious acting (laughs) career of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) We're talking about the "Christmas Prince" instead. So, the "Christmas Prince." If you if you haven't seen it, go go watch it. Or should we tell people that? Are we endorsing Christmas prints? Let's let's, let's 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 talk about it. it. Yeah. And then we'll decide if we can endorse it or yeah. not. So maybe go watch it. We're I not still sure. I still want us to record our our you know companion track. Our companion track where we predict what's about to happen thirty seconds before it happens. Like every we did single every time. single time because <laughs> it's super easy to predict. Yeah, so it's formulaic. I think one could say. Yeah. Uh, it it is on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you can just go watch it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> It has <laughs> you can do that. Sydney's it- glowing review. It's fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's fine. You can go watch it. It's fine. We already have Netflix, so it was very little effort to obtain. You cannot find a theater ticket for that. It if that was the case, it'd be just straight no. Just it unadulterated no. It uh it stars iZombie. Uh, uh, IZombie. And yeah. <laughs> and Prince
0: Christmas William? Prince. Uh Christmas Prince Harry cuz he's a player.
1: <laughs> this all is right. the moment by the way where I, I look up Hold on. What is I Zombie's name? Uh it stars I Zombie and Handsome Chin. <laughs> <laughs> <Is>
0: that I <laughs> was say. <laughs> here's here's our description of a Christmas okay, Prince the Netflix I- original. There's there then there's the bad guys which are uh Red Dress Sassy Red Dress. Sassy Red Dress and um Bad Pants. Bad pants, <laughs> bad pants. The cousin,
1: yeah. Bad pants. The cousin. Uh, uh, her her real name. She's a really good actress, though. Rose Macgyver, Macgyver, Mc- Yeah, M- yeah. So I zombie. I zombie, So I Zombie. She's really. I, mean, I just think she's a good actress, and she's you know, she deserves better. Her talents better. were uh, were were tested. Yeah, there. I mean, I will say I would prefer to watch iZombie over this. Yes, I think she's yeah. great in that. I would agree. Property. Um, That's but, you true. know, I don't know how much you had to work with. I, well, you know. <laughs> uh so so I Zombie and good bad chin? Handsome chin. Handsome, Handsome chin. chin. I didn't know what we had decided about his Christmas yet. Prince Harry. Uh and the, should we like the okay, a brief plot summary yeah. of this fine Christmas. Basically film. take spoilers, I guess. I, if I you guess if seen you're it. really
0: upset about hearing spoilers for the Christmas prints. <laughs> um <laughs> but basically take the plot of any Hallmark Christmas movie and change the the girl next door to an undercover journalist. What? And this, which the which is also an overused narrative. Right. <laughs> uh, and and the boy she doesn't intend to fall in love with but does is Christmas Prince. There you go. Yeah. And that's so, it. <laughs> yeah,
1: they they always like to do that to like the the there are a lot of movies with a lead female character who is a plucky journalist. Yeah. He's quirky. Yeah. She's uh, quirky. Relatable. She's different. Yeah. Uh, it's never been kissed. Part two. There you go. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. She's she's a journalist undercover. Uh, as the tutor of the prince's younger sister. So the princess yes. of Aldovia. Aldovia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the it's a made up place, obviously. She's been sent on assignment. To Aldovia.
0: Because apparently to this magazine she works for that was also doing a story on Fashion Week. So one would assume a fashion magazine. But mm. oh wait, they're sending a journalist out to talk about the coronation <laughs> of a prince of the country named Aldovia.
1: Well, it was... No, they, they kind of... they. I mean, as much as they explain anything, they sort of explain it by saying, like, he's an international playboy. He's he's scandalous. It's very dishy, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. that. That's kind of the way it's explained, like, why in the world would you be covering international affairs? Well, this is why, because there's drama. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember the name of this um, of this place she works. Because it, it's anyway, it's very the, the magazine she works at is very like exactly what you would expect. They're like, we want something trashy, something that sells. Get to it, hop to it. We don't want we don't want to hear your your news stuff. I, exactly. Yeah. So she goes to Aldovia to interview the prince. Aldovia is made up. Yes, it is not Genovia. That is Princess Diaries. <laughs> Are they related? Ah, they're of
0: the Ovia continent. <laughs> they're of the Ovian Empire. Yes, the Ovian <laughs> Empire.
1: <laughs> Ovarian. <laughs> the ovarian <no>. empire uh, <laughs> i let me tell you if there is an ovarian empire i'm about ready to join it but <laughs> yeah you're you're its queen right now so. <laughs> ovarian empire and, of
0: aldovia and <laughs> Dunovia.
1: i just think an ovarian empire doesn't sound like a bad move for the planet right mm-hmm. now but uh that being said no i don't think i don't know if they're related but it, that certainly is very close it almost seems... Intentional. Hmm. Does this exist in the same universe?
0: Is this a theory Fan we're theory. developing right now? Hold on. Our right. Aldovia and
1: Genovia <laughs> trade partners.
0: Welcome to this episode <laughs> of Christmas Theory. <laughs>
1: uh, and there's supposed to be a press conference, but it's canceled because the prince is so flighty. He just disappeared. You think. Dun, dun, dun. You think that's how he is. But we're going to learn better. And then... He she poses as the the sister's tutor and becomes part of the family, but basically. How, how she gets the job as the tutor, it's very suspect. Cause very illegal. First off, there's <laughs> a moment after the press conference where like all the international journalists are kinda ambling away all upset and they're like, Oh, let's go back to the hotel and get some drinks and that is I always like to ask myself in a in a narrative like, What would I do? I'm like, Oh, I that's it. That's I'm that's gone what from I would this do. story. Uh, but she decides to sneak into the castle to take selfies with, like, suits of armor. I don't know what <laughs> <Yeah>. the <story laughs> really juicy what create. she's doing. Yeah. And she gets discovered. And, you know, the the person who discovers her is like, oh, you're American. You must be the tutor that is supposed to come in two weeks. And she's just like, yeah, i got to go with this. Which, can I say, that the guy who's like a butler or something mm-hmm. who discovers her, he seems like he's going to feature in this movie. And He disappears and then he <laughs> vanishes. Yeah, that was. His... You feel like you're set up for like some sort of like he's her secret ally, kind like of like her secret buddy, Butler. Yeah, and no, 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 no. He's gone now. That was his function. <laughs> that was his moment. That was a his pretty role. important function to ask for no credentials to this person. You are now going to allow in the royal castle. Yeah. Like he had a pretty important. I know who you are. Come, here's royalty. Here are their private chambers where they're arguing. Please let me show you. Ah. Let me show you in. So, Mm. so she becomes the tutor, and then secretly starts investigating the Christmas Prince on the sly. And she learns that he's got a heart of gold. He works at an
0: orphanage.
1: Well, the one time <laughs> he, he does, yeah. <laughs> well, he loves to go help the kids there, according to his sister, right? By having snowball fights with them, right? And teaching them about firing squads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like there's this yeah. That's, so a cute scene <laughs> where he's like playing with the kids in the snow, and then the next thing you see, he's having them all mimic a firing squad on a snowman. Uh-huh. And I guess that's a good princely instruction to give. Children. Your subjects. Um yeah. also
0: I don't know how Agovia works as far as that goes. <laughs> he's he's a friend of horses.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> he he has he has a very large, very beautiful black horse that he rides around and <laughs> and occasionally abandons to run off <laughs> Just on Just leaves own. to run off. <laughs> but he does not seem disturbed by this. No, that's a that's a very loyal horse. It's like, are oh, we done here? All right, go get some groceries. I'll be back later. See you, human. my like, horse. <laughs> I'll be back by the time you're done with your snowball fight. Don't worry. Don't well. worry. <laughs> Your other snowball fight. Your they have like
0: four of them in this movie. There are a lot of <laughs> snowball fights in this film.
1: Well, it, it's like a classic, like, you know, like, oh, we're fighting in the snow. Oh, no, you slipped on top of me. Romance. Like, that's a, that's a, you know, that's how you fall in love in the snow. Right. Snowball <laughs> That's fight. how it's done. Yes. You're learning this now, Riley, because you're still young. Thank you. Sometimes a person meets another person and they throw snow at each other and then they love each other. And that's romance.
0: That's how babies are made. That's how babies are made.
1: <laughs> Snow babies. So, so there, uh so we learned that the prince is not as flighty and flaky as we kind of thought he was. I guess. I like this brief plot summary has turned into like a fifteen-minute discussion <laughs> of the entire movie. Well, it's kind of a podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much, pretty. Um, it. So he, so and I know this is a point that I still am not quite clear on. He disappeared his so their their king, his father, died about a year ago.
0: And in Aldovia, the throne can remain empty for a year.
1: And then it has to be for it has to be filled, but one year
0: exactly. And yeah. apparently the king passed
1: away on Christmas. And then a year later the prince like, comes home yeah. because now he has to, you know, become king. And I guess in the year in between he's been like sleeping in tents on beaches. He's been discovering himself, I yeah. think. He has a beard.
0: For, For like a know, minute.
1: That's a sign of that's a sign of soul searching. Yeah, you, you, you grow, grow a beard. beard. Yeah. Right. how do I can't grow a beard. How would I demonstrate that I've searched my soul? You're a woman. I can't <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it sorry i'm not i'm not allowed no, <laughs> the, the pop true. culture won't let me nope, right. go on a deep soul-searching mission i don't know like you haven't <sighs> tweezed your brows like in a while like i don't know it's some something There's, bad it's something so unfair dumb. because if i if the if if you flip it around and it's that like she hasn't shaved her armpits in a year yep that would not be a major plot point i bet <laughs>
0: because then when the prince comes out with a clean shaven face, it is not the same as if she comes out and is like, Oh, she shaved her armpits.
1: Oh. <laughs> Good for her, I guess. Oh, she's okay. so attractive now. <laughs> I wasn't attractive to her before, but now I am. Look at those naked pits. <laughs> we have to have the obligatory shot where she sees him without his beard and his is very gooey eyed. Yeah.
0: Which goes right hand in hand with the scene where she comes walking down the grand staircase in slow motion. Finally yes. made over into beautiful princess.
1: We yeah. just skipped all the way to yeah, there. Yeah, it's, we're
0: not, we're not there yet. We're talking about reveal scenes. <laughs>
1: right. You know, there's a makeover in it. You know, yeah, there's there is makeover. a makeover, um, and but, they even say makeover. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we, we also have to establish that she's a klutz. That's important. Oh yeah. Yeah she breaks a ming vase pretty early in the film 15th century 15th century ming porcelain it's always a ming vase right Mm -hmm. isn't that what everyone breaks in every movie a lot of archie comics let me tell you archie breaks a lot of ming vases in cats mungo jerry and rumple teaser they break a ming vase Mm -hmm. I i don't think i knew that they do the Ming vases get broken often, especially That's... by klutzy but endearing Americans. <laughs> so this must... Is this why they're actually so expensive? It's its not because <laughs> they're like <laughs> antiques. They're just super easy. There's, there's only so many left. Because... <laughs> You adorable American. She's Keep breaking, breaking them. them. But it's like, here's a priceless artifact. And all the rich people are just like, oh, let's get another one. Like, it's like, well, Americans. Big faces are going extinct because all you clumsy Americans. <laughs> I mean, she, like, oh, shoots. We have so it, much money. She, like, accidentally shoots an arrow through a window and, like, into shoots a, 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 some priceless into work of art. Painting. Yeah. Yeah. And same deal. Like, at what, like, it's just like, oh, shake their heads. Like, oh, but we're rich. It's cool. Like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we're not She's worried She's quirky. About it. <laughs> She's just different. It's the price of quirkiness. <laughs> she
0: wears red Chuck Taylors
1: every day. If we haven't mentioned the red Chuck Taylors, we please haven't. just know she wears them the entire film. It's Always. an important part. I would say it's a, it's a characteristic. Like, it's an establishing trait. <sighs> mm-hmm. We don't it's... get much about her other than red Chucks. Well, it's so hard. You know, women in in general, you know, we don't have a lot of personality traits. So, <laughs> you have to when you put us in movies and TV, make things up like wear red chucks as a major personality trait.
0: Is yeah. is this a callback <laughs> to the red christmas shoes? <laughs> I
1: don't think so.
0: Is this is this <laughs> Is this like this a symbolic Christmas of shoes? Christmas shoes?
1: No, I don't think it has anything to do with Christmas shoes. How do you know? What are Christmas shoes? Do I get this reference? That the song. very very
0: sad story and song. Okay, then no, I don't. About We're Christmas talking
1: about the Christmas shoes. Prince. We will not go into the plot of Christmas Shoes right now. I can't <laughs> handle that. I just t- thought about red shoes at Christmas. I'll tell you after this. Cindy so looks oh, like she's about man, to cry. That <laughs> looks, looks like a bummer. Sad. You can call and tell me after Christmas, like, when I'm okay, <laughs> okay. with being bummed again. <laughs> when it's, like, 360 days away from Christmas again. Everyone's sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we'll talk about Christmas shoes. Yeah. Uh, until then, we'll talk about Christmas prints. And and iZombie's red chucks, her red shoes, which are not Christmas shoes. They are just shoes that she insists on wearing, even, as you pointed out, when she wears ball gown. Right. Um, but... We don't know much else about her. She's plucky.
0: Yeah. she, she has a dad who runs a a, a five star diner in oh, New York. Very,
1: yeah. So we when we were first introduced to her, we're at uh, we meet her. Well, she goes to her dad's diner, and it's in New Rudy's York. diner. Yeah, Rudy's diner, somewhere in what I I think is downtown Brooklyn. Yes. Um, and I'm just, it's still it's still like a very confusing diner, like. I I work at a restaurant and I couldn't help but immediately just like look at the menu and it's like waffles 250. I'm like lies. I live in New York. Waffles are like $14 and it's a brunch food for rich people like no, that's absolutely wrong. But but then it's like veggie plate $14. And then on the sign that, on the wall there's a sign that says Mexican food. <laughs> like what is going on?
0: Rudy I, has a broad range of tastes. He didn't try. <laughs> We're
1: supposed to believe it's a very successful diner. Because he talks about like he wasn't sure if he could do it, but then his wife believed in him. So her mom has passed away. (gasps) Yeah, Christmas shoes. No, it is not Christmas (laughs) shoes. (laughs) The spiritual sequel to Christmas (laughs) shoes, the song Christmas Prince. That's what we're dealing with here. Okay, Uh, uh, and and existing in the same universe as the Princess Diaries. But
0: also, the streets in this area of New York are always empty. There are yes. No people
1: on them. <laughs> yeah, which also, yeah, I don't, I don't need to give you the like. And I'm from New York, so I know. Like <laughs> you all know, <laughs> that's not true. That doesn't happen. Now, as as you probably have guessed at this point, these two these two crazy kids are going to fall in love. Oh man! Yeah. Yeah. But before before we talk about how they fall in love, let's check the group message. All right. Well, we've got some uh, very special things to talk to you about on the group message this week. First of all, we have a message for Sam, from Heather, and the message for you, Sam, is surprise. Thanks for introducing me to the world of McElroy and Smurl podcasts, and thanks for being the best friend I could ever ask for. I can't imagine life without you. Oh, that's so sweet. Happy, happy candle, candle, nights. candle nights. That you were gonna forget the last. I part. wasn't gonna forget happy just candle nights. It was just a. It was an awe. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very sweet, sweet. <laughs> Heather. That was very nice, Heather. So, so Sam. Happy candle nights. Yeah. You got a great friend in Heather. And I guess vice versa, since that's what the message was about. (laughs) Uh, What else do we have on the group message this week? Uh, Well, we also have a sponsor. Still Buffering is uh, partly sponsored by Tula, a skincare brand that combines probiotics with other skin-friendly superfoods to naturally balance and boost the health of your complexion. Um, They are very effective, but they're also very gentle, so they're good for all skin types and all ages. Um, and they support your skin's first line of defense, making your skin healthier, more balanced, and more resistant to damage and aging. And super duper important, they do not test on animals. Um, I was lucky enough to get to try out some of the Tula products. And, you know, I've, I've talked on the show previously about my lack of a skincare re- regimen. So <laughs> this was a bit of a, a commitment for me. But I have to say I get it now, Riley. Once once you take the, the deep dive into... You don't a, go back. You don't, no. I mean... Like, I didn't realize my skin was supposed to have, like, an even tone, but now it does. <laughs> um, uh, the products they sent me, there was a cleanser, uh, basically like a toner, and um, a moisturizer, along with these really cool single-use, like, exfoliating pads. Um, and, yeah, it all, like, just super effective, like, made my skin feel super soft. Um, and, yeah, it's a really cool line of products. So, if... Our listeners want to check this out. Where should they go, Riley? Well, if you want
0: to check this out, listeners, and you want 20% off of your purchase, visit tula.com/stillbuffering. That's t u l a.com/stillbuffering and enter the promo code stillbuffering when you check out, and you'll get 20% off your purchase.
1: And also, uh if you if you're still needing a gift, you can pick out one of Tula's amazing limited edition holiday sets on their website. Yeah. So you can check those out, too so go to tula.com/still buffering and enter the promo code still buffering. All right. So, back to the Christmas prince. All right. Oh, good. <laughs> um <laughs> what I was what I was going to say is we're supposed to realize that the prince is not flaky that he really just doesn't like the spotlight or something. I was never He's quite more clear about being with the people yeah, I think he he's he like has down to earth prince. Yeah, like questions if he's most effective just sitting on a throne, or if he wouldn't be better just being a you know a good person out in the world. I th- I I wow. read that as his wow. quest. Did you see all that? <laughs> <laughs> We're going deep into the movie. <laughs> What's the same movie? <laughs> Look, I care about handsome chin. I want him to <laughs> to live the life he wants to lead. He I also am not clear as to. I mean, I guess that's the reason why. They keep hinting at, like, is there some secret reason he doesn't want to be king? And I guess there's not. It's just, like, you it's know. It's not his thing. Yeah, they're just not sure if he want <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, I think it's that simple. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be king. Yeah, I thought Maybe. there was going to be, like, some deep, sad reveal or something why he wouldn't. They just kind of, that main plot point that is the movie, they were, like, so... Mm-hmm. We, we got, got nothing there. Walk away from that. We don't have anything to say about that, hmm. so we'll move on. And by the way, it is it is worth noting that. Uh, so the our our little our little heroine, our main character, iZombie, zombie, whose name is really Amber, but who is posing, secretly Martha posing as Martha. Yes, um, the tutor, the American tutor. Uh, her her charge Emily has totally figured this out, in part because uh, she-, she doesn't know math.
0: Yeah, um. <laughs> and also because she is straight up, like, hacked into her laptop.
1: Yeah, she hacked into her laptop
0: and, <laughs> and read <laughs> all of her
1: secret reporter notes. Found her
0: reporter notes, some of which include things, like, they're all just bullet points and say things like, need to find
1: out, exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point,
0: exclamation point,
1: and also, why, in all caps, with a bunch of question marks. <laughs> yeah, I, I really doubt this girl's investigative abil- abilities, uh, but just a moment on Emily there, like, I... Really was hoping the movie was gonna take a turn and just put her on the throne because that girl is on top of it. I would like, want she... her as my queen. No, yeah, no, like she figured out the whole plot, had the whole royal family fooled, and Emily's like, "Nah, no, nah, come on, who's believing this?" Like, she was, she was so like aware. She gets stuff done. Like, I don't know why that couldn't have been the way the movie went. I, I feel like that they tr- that they sort of knew that because they address at one point. She says, "Well, if if." She's asking, Emily, if your brother doesn't want to be king and he won't be king, then who who's next in line? Are you? And she says, no, it's an all male bloodline. Like they're not allowed to. So it goes to my cousin. So it goes to my cousin. Right. So then. So, of course, like as soon as the plot is revealed that there is a missing prince, we're all like, oh, there's got to be like a an evil like uncle or something that right. wants to throw And then oh, it's a cousin. It's but a cousin. we've read we've read we some Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It, though. We know yeah. how it <laughs> We've seen The Lion King. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, it's a cousin, Simon. Yeah. That is. Yeah, that is my, I, I think he's. Bad pants um, who
0: we yeah who we referred to as bad pants cousin yeah <laughs> bad pants is, cousin,
1: and he is exactly that I don't think there's any other dimension to his character he's no. bad and he wants to be king I thought at least there was going to be that and maybe like oh but uh, maybe he's also a love rival because that's the two roles that the mm-hmm. villainous cousin can fill but no just he just can't wait to be king <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then there's then all there's, of my knowledge on how royalty works comes entirely from The Lion Kings. So. <laughs> his 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 partner evil character is Sophia. sassy red dress. Yes, yeah. who we learn was once romantically involved with the prince, uh, and then she sold a story about it to yeah. a tabloid. But also, are they really? And she's a baroness. Yeah, is she, is she really short on money? Like the- I don't know what a I don't know what a baroness really is actually, but I assume that you. Could- I would have thought she had money. And I and she's royalty, and she sold a story about other royalty to a tabloid. But but now that he's going to be king, she's back, and she's going to try to put the moves on him so she can be queen, because that's her her goal. There, that's her right? goal. She yeah. doesn't really love him. She just wants to be queen. She's the is... worst Cersei ever, though. She's not. She's not good at getting that throne. No, she's not. Yes, yeah, she is not like a a powerfully manipulative, uh, brilliant like Machiavellian figure in the movie. No. No, she really plays <laughs> that one card of like, I'm pretty. And when that doesn't work, she just turns to another gu- guy and goes, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and she she does throw out something at him like, I've known you a long time. I love me. She also makes the moves by grabbing out the
0: thick metal heart shaped ornament that she brought to hang on the family
1: tree and says, will you hang this for me? I brought yeah. this giant. This, Be gentle. This giant heart to hang on your tree. Do you get the subject? <laughs> but you know, like Christmas ornaments are a pretty important plot point in this. So not it's joke this is true. About about that's it. true. That's true. We also learn uh, early on <laughs> that the late king carved a giant acorn <laughs> ornament,
0: and upon seeing it, of course, our main protagonist Amber goes, "It's beautiful."
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone oozes and ahs over the giant acorn.
0: Oh, we say giant
1: acorn. We mean like giant the it, size of both of your hands. It is comically large <laughs> to be hanging on a Christmas yeah. tree. I thought the tree was just gonna fall over. Like <laughs> I think I think that giant heart was a counterbalance. Like you just put one on each side and it keeps the tree afloat. <laughs> so uh so now we now we know the conflict. Now we have we have set up what the problem is. Yeah. And um our intrepid reporter is doing her best to try to figure out all of this intrigue and write a story about it through the use of her terrible, terrible notes. But, yeah. oh wait. That also do say, thing, I have to. one more note she makes is, I must dig deeper. <laughs> <laughs> so she does. She digs deeper. And by that I mean she keeps stumbling into things. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like Follows him around weirdly, Mm -hmm. like he's Mm -hmm. going to ride his horse in the woods. Surely that will reveal something. I'm going to steal a horse and follow him. Yeah, she does steal a horse. She saddles that horse up. mm, She grew up in New York. Where did she learn how to saddle that horse? Oh, (laughs) no. She makes a statement. The only horses I've ever ridden are in Central Park (laughs) <laughs> it, I don't Are think you that happens. Those? I don't think that happens. Taylor, can you ride the horses in Central <laughs> no. Park? Can I you mean, bring your own saddle? Like, here, fire. <laughs> hop on real quick. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, one night she was coming, like, back from a college party and she saw one of those buggies parked there and just climbed on. Like, I'm riding a horse. That is the only thing I can imagine is her experience actually riding horses in Central Park. Uh, oh, I zombie. There's that drunk girl trying to ride the horses at Central Park again. Someday. I'm going to steal one from a prince! <laughs> <And> she did. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I, and please, if anybody has ridden a, a horse in Central Park that's not like a police officer or someone <laughs> that drives a buggy, let me know! Let me know if there's secret horse riding there, because I'd be down! i have <laughs> never seen it! <laughs> so, so she steals a horse, she follows him into the woods, she falls off the horse, because she's clumsy, we mm-hmm. know. And he saves her from the pack of wolves. <laughs> that are just dogs. They're just dogs. But they're like hauntingly close to the castle. Like she's not that far. And no. it's just like, oh Wolves. And Christmas Prince shows up just in time yes, with both horses. And takes her to secret cabin in the woods. Right. Where they have, you know, romantic moments. The way you said that it's like gonna be way sexier. They, yeah. they like no. had a moment of like looking at each other. When they almost, they almost kissed. kissed and then he was like, I better go check on the horses. <laughs> Man, I don't know how many guys have used that excuse with me. <laughs> I don't even have horses. I better go check on the horses. What horses? We're in Brooklyn, they're no horses the here. ones in Central Park. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <again>. gotta <laughs> go
0: check on the horses in Central
1: Park. <laughs> I'm headed to Central Park to <laughs> check on the horses. Bye. <laughs> I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so he, he, uh, while she, while he's checking on the horses, um, she is that she starts snooping. No, she's already shown her this poem that his dad wrote, which is really a riddle. Right, but it directly references something being inside of a Giant. seed. Of, of, of a, a giant acorn a giant wooden acorn <laughs> so like so it's not that great of a riddle it basically would make you think like well i think there's something in that comically large acorn we've seen earlier <laughs> if only they had given it to emily she would have been like guys clearly emily would have figured this out yeah. uh, so she she um also accidentally finds a hidden compartment in the desk in the cabin and finds paperwork in there that she reads and discovers that uh, the prince is adopted.
0: Do And at this point, I'm like, man, he's adopted. What if, like, he's not a part of the bloodline? Then it just goes to Emily because the cousin's, like, a
1: jerk. But no. No, no. I know. I was very excited. I was very hopeful that Emily was going to be queen by the end of this. But no. Nope. So so he, he is re- secretly adopted, which we find because they have a very fancy... Um, adoption certificate that looks like it's been printed straight from like straight from word straight from word yeah
0: just a it, certificate of adoption across the top, and has a name in the middle. I don't think this thing is even
1: notarized. Like I no. don't, Aldovia, your paperwork is questionable. I don't even see signatures on it. No. I think it just has his name. It looks <laughs> yeah. like a certificate you get in like elementary school for yeah. like good citizenship at the end of the year when it was like you participated <laughs> in math field day. Yeah, it's not even like a major <laughs> award certificate. It's a participation yeah. certificate. It does. It does. Um. So she finds this, and she's like, "Oh man, now I uncovered all this." because That was my job. I came here to do this. I lied a lot to, to get it back here and do this, but now I feel bad because I got the hots for him. Hmm. <sighs> what do I do? What do I do? Right. And in the meantime, uh, cousin bad pants, yes, and and slinky red dress, sassy red dress, Sydney. sassy red dress. Sorry, <laughs> uh, they have they are conspiring against her because mm-hmm. they don't like her, yeah, because she's winning the prince's affections and. I don't know. She's an American. Yeah, basically. She wears, she wears Chuck Taylors, <laughs> whatever. Well, and and once again, questionable like you know sleuthing investigative skills here. Yeah. She she takes the paperwork, the incriminating paperwork, back to her back to the castle, and just kind of like has them in a room, like on her bed. Yeah, just kind of all over the place. And like she, she calls her friends who also work at the the very cool magazine where she works, and are like. She's like, what do I do, guys? And they're like, well, I mean, you're a reporter. (laughs) You have found a story. I would report it, is what I would do. Report that. Which is sound advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, oh, no. But I love him now. But now she's all into him. Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, while she is out mooching with the prince later, Mm -hmm. the, the two, the evil cousin and Sophia sneak into her bedroom and find these certificates and oh no, all is about to be undone. They, they also find her passport, which clearly says her name is not Martha. Martha, yes. So you would, you just think like, hey, here are these these papers that could destroy the stability of entire country and my passport that completely gives away my story. Maybe don't just put them like in my purse <laughs> on your bed. Just yeah. in like a random manila folder sitting on your bed. Just sitting on your bed right there for everybody to find. Like try exactly 25% more. To hide those, and you might have gotten there. So they they find him. They they wait, of course, to the coronation ball itself, the Christmas Eve coronation ball. Mm
0: -hmm. Because he has to be coronated right at the last minute?
1: Yes. Before midnight on Christmas Eve? No. I mean, he had Christmas Day to do it. Okay, if yeah. you remember. But it could happen anytime. But that they day. were going to do it on Christmas Eve. So, Christmas Eve, they're mm-hmm. having the coronation. They wait till the very last second. And I guess during a coronation, it might be standard to say anybody against this? It's, it's like, like a, a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and so they and of course, then the evil cousin and Sophia are like, "Yes, objection. He's adopted and she's a journalist." Yep. And she's still wearing those Chuck Taylors with her ball gown. At a coronation. At a coronation. And everybody's very upset she runs out of the room they decide they're gonna make evil cousin the king with, with the, but not yet but they don't like he they have this piece of paper and the guy just kind of looks at it like does one of those squinty looks from a distance and is like well yep clearly this is fine sorry this, this looks official <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so of course there's like the touching moment between the prince and his mom and where she's like i'm so sorry we never told you and He's like, I can't believe this. And then they hug each other because they love each other. Cause yeah. He's like, she's his mom because mm-hmm. she's yeah. his mom. And uh, and that's all nice. And so they're going to fight this, except they have no plan to fight it. He's like, we, we can't let this happen. We're going to go to where they're about to crown my evil cousin prince. This is by the next day where they're going to crown my evil cousin prince uh, or king. But I'm going to stop it. I have no idea how to do this other than to but show up do and say, it. no. No! Basically, yeah, that was the plan. <laughs> that yeah. was his plan. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay, because iZombie, sitting in the airport, waiting for her plane, talking to her dad, solves the riddle of the acorn. And so she rushes back, and she opens the acorn, and she finds a secret note from the king that says, like, hey, can I, I want to give the throne to Richard, even though he's not technically my bloodline. And this is a decree. And she brings it back and presents it. And I guess that's enough. That's, again, like kind of somewhat official maybe works Mm -hmm. document. (laughs) But also by like someone who just deceived the entire royal family, Uh like shows up with like this, you know, sketchy like a piece of paper. And they're like, but she's lied to us before. How do you know this is true? And the queen's just like, because I trust her. Like, (laughs) okay, why? You didn't even know what her real name was until like 12 hours ago. So so that saves the day. I do like that this movie knows what it is. It's not it's not supposed to make you feel worried or nervous because the entirety of this like uh-oh. He's adopted and now they've ruined the coronation and now this evil cousin's going to be king and then oh no, now they found this piece of paper. It's all okay. It's like maybe 10 minutes, maybe yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of stress here. No. No, no. no. this is very this is low stakes. Yeah. They want to get back to those snowball fights right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so it's wonderful uh, Prince Prince Richard becomes King Richard II. Christmas King. Christmas King. Christmas Prince once before, now Christmas King. Amber disappears, back to New York, where Her she, life is a journalist. Where she writes the truth and is totally, like, ripped apart for it. Yeah, because it's it's too it's too sweet. She mm-hmm. wrote too sweet and lovely of a story about the loving and caring Christmas King. Yes. Not gossip enough. So they tell her to get back to the drudgery she was doing before. And she says, forget y'all. I'm going to start a blog. (laughs) And the hit blog with the classic title, Amber's blog. Yeah, Amber's blog. So Amber's blog, which is all about the Christmas king of Aldovia. Yeah. Is an instant hit, which we find out shortly thereafter while she is now working at her dad's diner. And we learn from her friends that it has 20,000 hits. I mean, th- this movie is uh, asked for some pretty strong suspension of disbelief. I think they could up that number a little bit because this is the internet. Like, 20,000? 20, 20,000. <laughs> like, That's, yeah, 20, you're hit now. Yeah. And they're like, you're going to be rich and famous from your blog. From your blog
0: that has 20,000 hits? Does that mean that like 20,000 people read all of your blog posts on Amber's
1: <laughs> blog about Christmas King? <clears throat> I, I side question. Uh, anybody out there whose name is Amber has anybody once ever called you Amb as a Am. nickname? Oh yeah, because she is frequently called Amb. And I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe that does wrong. not sound AMB. like a nickname. All right. So, so of course it's New Year's Eve. She's working at her dad's diner. She's on the verge of fame and fortune thanks to Amber's blog. Right. Uh, when who should show up outside? Christmas King. On Christmas the empty King. streets of Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> Where n- nobody lives there. No. So he shows up and she comes outside. And if if this movie, if we hadn't already had to like, <laughs> okay, I guess Christmas Prince enough. Not only is he there because he loves her and he couldn't live without her. He proposes. How else do you get in this movie? He knew her for, I think she was there for two weeks it could have been less it, but they classic aldovian courting ritual of the snowball fight had been had they have no choice but <laughs> you get married now right <laughs> or it will be quite scandalous they would have had to cut off their hands so uh he proposes and there's a moment where you think she's gonna be like oh well now hold on we barely know each other yeah but no maybe pump the brakes a little uh, no no she says yes and, and then they mooch in the snow, and that's uh, the end of Bridget Finn. Jones' Diary. I'm sorry, yeah. that's the <laughs> end of <laughs> <laughs> the well,
0: Christmas, Christmas
1: Prince. I mean, yeah. but you gotta you gotta focus on that. The dad looks out the window and's like kind of smile, like all right, cool. That crazy kid found love. They all, yeah. And then just watches him kiss for and a little too long. Yeah, <laughs> that and lingers. And they're all toasting to
0: the new year and he toasts to his daughter mooching a boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, We're yeah. boy king. You go, kid, A boy king. A boy king. Yeah. yeah. She's about to be queen of Aldovia. Right? She, she just heard of it for the first time like two weeks ago. Wait, <laughs> land of the jelly meats? Oh, Sweet yeah. We I didn't know. address that. Aldovia's uh, chief delicacy is jelly meat. It's exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had this fancy cocktail party, and it seems the only things there were to eat were jelly meats and cookies. I don't know if this is the entire diet of Aldovians. I don't know. Maybe that's why they have the accents they do that are very inconsistent and very different. That's what that's that's a great moment. I've, I have to feel like somebody was like, "What accents are we doing for this country?" And they just went, "What you know, whatever." Europe. What do you do best? Something Europe. You, Britishy, and then you do Europey, snowy Europe. That's that. that. Are, well, wouldn't it make sense for us to be in Eastern Europe? Yeah, but I no, don't worry about that. Don't yeah. do any accents like that. Do more like British. Esque, yeah, Britishish, Britishish. That's sort of mm-hmm. what they're doing, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's just like that straight up transatlantic. Like, this just sounds very crisp, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's English, mm-hmm. and that's all we got for you. Mm-hmm. um I will note too, there are uh, there are two penis jokes in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're both told by the the young girl. Yeah, a- at least one is definitely made by the eight year old. Yeah. Which is an odd choice. Yeah, for the Christmas Prince. And I mean, they're, they're, you know, I guess that's for the parents that are having to watch this with their kids? With their teens? I don't know. Like, because they're, they're... I'm a parent. That joke wasn't for me. I don't know who it was for. If I'm watching
0: this movie with with my parents as a teen and that comes on, I'm like, well,
1: gotta go go to the bathroom. I don't even know that I would have to do that. Like, if I'm watching it with my parents and then an eight-year-old makes a penis joke, I don't know how I... Who is that joke for? I don't. Who? That's a great question. (laughs) Who was this joke for? (laughs) Are you out there? If I could only ask one question of the directors of the Prince, who were the the penis jokes for? (laughs) Who were the the penis jokes for? They're for the Christmas Prince. And give me a recipe for jelly meats. Just those two things. (laughs) (sighs) Ah, Christmas Prince. Ah, so that's the Christmas Prince. Um, I I would say that uh, you should watch it. That's your final decision after us
0: recounting <laughs> the events of this movie that we just say, spoiled for
1: everyone listening? I would say you should watch it. Well, I mean, it's not—it's worse than we could even describe, though. Yeah, I mean, I would say watch it, but maybe, and I will... It, this is a podcast for teens. I will not uh, endorse uh, drinking, but, you know, if you had some festive beverages and a bunch of friends, I bet someone out there has made a festive drinking game out of this movie. Oh, I'm sure you could. Oh, It's you know. perfect for it. And it's not, I mean... <laughs> When I say, like, it's not a very good film, it's not the room level of, like, no. perfection no. through imperfection. But, it, That's I mean... Close. I just wish it would have gone more that way. Like, that was my only complaint. Like, why were you in. even worse? Yeah, just go in, how in. bad you are. Yeah, see, we know what you are. More weird people jokes than
0: eight-year-old. <laughs> I wanted it to be a movie that is bad and knows it's bad. And making fun of all the stereotypical Lifetime Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. It was not.
1: Would you recommend to people to watch it? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> You're a teen. This is supposed to be for you. come on.
0: I want to clarify All of my friends have watched this movie, some of them multiple times, and love it very much. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, And love it very much? Love it very much. But I would like to say and admit, I fell asleep for the last, like, 15 minutes of this movie. Yeah, I was trying to wake you up there at the end. And I saw them get engaged. I saw Christmas Prince become Christmas King and her become Christmas Queen.
1: But it did not keep my attention. Uh I... do you think maybe it is hitting it's it's a big hit with teenagers and not so much the adult crowd because it is exactly like every other movie that's ever been made in yeah. that genre? And maybe your friends haven't seen those.
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. they
1: think this is groundbreaking. Like, this plot line. We haven't seen all the Har-
0: Hallmark Channel Lifetime Christmas movies because we don't watch actual TV. Yeah. So it's like, wow, this new movie on Netflix. And then they you know, start their own Netflix Hallmark Channel. And then we all
1: start to eat the Christmas Prince. So maybe your friends have never seen a romantic comedy. Yes. Well, okay. I yeah. mean, because if you had never seen any film Ever. Ever. <laughs> all of this would be very surprising <laughs> to you and then, yes then you might you might find it I mean I still think it would be somewhat predictable but you might some of the elements that we were able to to see coming so you if you've never know. seen a film
0: before go watch The Christmas
1: Prince <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think you know there's a certain amount of the teen crowd that likes the form, formulaic plot I think of like every teen movie ever It's yeah. there's a reason there's not another teen movie they basically are like oh hey teens you like this plot here you go so maybe maybe you guys are are chill yeah. with that. It's also kind of stuff. you know the gooey <laughs> mushy love
0: story. It's is like it? are, it's like are they gonna fall in love? Oh, they fell in love. Well, oh, I mean, he's mad. Oh, he's a king. Oh, they're in love. Oh, they're married.
1: Is it? I mean, but do you do you think teens like the low stakes? Like there is no doubt they're going to fall in love. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's, gotta no, watch it there's no moment that you're wondering like, oh, what if what if they don't end up together? I don't know. When they first meet and he steals her taxi and she calls him like a jerk or something, like, I wasn't sure right
0: then. But also, <laughs> we weren't sure. sure if that was Christmas Prince or not because he had a beard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was cleverly disguised in a beard. Uh, mm. Okay. Well, I I don't know. There's, I guess if teens like it, teens should watch it. I guess if you're a teen... and or you've never seen a movie watch the christmas prince that there's our final recommendation all right so that's like a like a 2.5 out of 3 sister recommendation there yeah i had a moment where at the top of my netflix screen i saw a percent and i (laughs) i thought it's just in my head i thought is that a rotten tomatoes thing and it was what yeah. 86 and i was like 89 and i and i was like oh wow i thought this was supposed to be bad and then i realized that it's a match an 89% match for like me right that's for my taste yeah for my netflix for taste or for justin do you feel judged i feel very judged <laughs> that i that, well and uh, now largely this is justin's netflix but i i also am part of it it's all the zumbo's just desserts our tastes Match eighty nine percent with the Christmas prince I you know, I watched the um the the Bronies documentary not too long ago. Mm. But it was because it kept being like my my number one match. And I watch a lot of like anime and horror movies on my Netflix. I feel like that's the bulk I'd I watch. I was like, what is it? Why does it it was actually really good. It's a really good documentary. Uh huh. Bronies are cool people now I know that because I watched the documentary but it was a little bit I was like what Netflix what are you trying to tell me about me that I don't want to (laughs) know well that's and that's the thing like now the next movie that was recommended to me on my net on Justin and I's Netflix was the Christmas Inheritance of course which I think is the same it looked very much the same it
0: looked like sequel I don't know. It, it was... I don't mean actual sequel. Okay. I mean, like, it looked like it could be a sequel. Spiritual sequel. A spiritual sequel to the Christmas. Just Prince. like Christmas Prince is a spiritual sequel to the Christmas shoes. <laughs> and
1: somehow Related Princess Diaries. Princess yes. Diaries. Okay. I'm looking forward to the sequel where Emily becomes overthrows queen. her brother and becomes queen. Yes. Christmas I'll queen. watch that. Yes. I mean, I watched this also. I, that's <laughs> not like, I'm <laughs> out for fair. that. I am down for this. I don't know why. Well, uh, so if you have nothing better to do, there's a film that exists on Netflix you called can The Christmas watch Prince. Watch it if you have Netflix. And uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sisters, for watching The Christmas Prince, number one. And uh, number two, for talking with me about it. You're welcome. Yeah, we did uh, it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, if you like our show, you should check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of other wonderful shows on our network. Um, if, uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at stillbuffering at org. If you have, want to tweet at us, you can tweet at us at stillbuff. And happy Candle Nights, everybody. Yeah. We'll maybe see you if tomorrow. you're coming to Candle Nights. We'll see you tomorrow. Merry yeah. Candle Nights Eve. That's very exciting. Yeah. 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 Happy Candle Nights Eve. I hope you're all doing your Candle Nights Eve. Traditions. Mm-hmm. Don't know what those are. I, I mean, I think it is whatever you feel it should be in your heart. Cool. Perhaps <laughs> it is watching the Christmas Prince. There you go. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> That's up to you. Uh, and thank you to the Novellas for our theme song, "Baby, you Change Your Mind."
0: This has been still buffering. A sister sky to teens through the ages. Hello. I am Riley Smirl. I'm Sydney McRoy, <laughs> and I'm Taylor Smirl. I am a teenager,
1: and I was too. So we
0: Are stacks of unread books taking over your apartment? Do you constantly miss your train stop because you're caught up in reading? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Meara. We party hard. And by party hard, we mean read books. So join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, a Maximum Fun podcast about reading and book culture. Get more out of your reading life. We'll help you conquer your to-be-read pile. Get out of that book slump. And squeeze more reading time into your busy day. Learn, learn how, how to read, read better. better. <laughs> wow, that's <was> good. <laughs>